Have you ever paused to reflect on what it is about your business that truly makes your heart happy? Like the real reason you're doing the dang thing. In the hustle of our daily tasks from crafting meta ad campaigns to engaging with clients, it's easy to overlook the moments that spark joy and fulfillment. But imagine a space where what we love about our business is not just an afterthought, but it's always at the top of our mind. This special Valentine's Day episode, I want to turn the spotlight inward for us to celebrate what we love about our business and what truly lights us up and gets us excited and keeps us going. Today, I'm going to share six aspects of my business that I'm totally obsessing about right now alongside what our students say they love about their business. Let this episode be a love letter to my business and hopefully it inspires you to write your love letter to your business because when you love what you do, every day feels like you're winning. So let's spark some passion and dive into today's episode. Welcome, welcome back my friends to the Serve Scale Sword podcast, the go-to place if you want to start, grow, or scale your ad management business. I'm Brandy Miles, and then today we're doing a very special Valentine's Day inspired episode all about what I and my students love about their business. And to kick it off, I want to read you some of the things that my students said. Pauline said, I love the flexibility of my business. Lillian said, I love educating business owners about the potential of ads. Brittany said, helping small and mid-sized businesses grow and achieve their financial dreams. Ashley told us the flexibility the autonomy, and the creativity. Heather said, I love that it blends my creative side with my analytical side, and that I can bring more success to businesses I work with. Oh, I love that. And Sue says, helping clients accelerate their business growth so they can serve more people while providing the flexibility I need and want with no revenue ceiling. Dang, y'all. They love their business. And I don't know if they reflect on it daily, But I know that when we take that time to reflect, we can start to appreciate how amazing it is that we have the business that we do. I want to jump on in into the six main things I'm obsessing about in my business right now. And this isn't to say these should be your six. These are hopefully to inspire you to figure out what you're loving right now in your business so you can lean more into that and be grateful for the fact that you have a business that you do love. And if you're like, I don't know if I'm really loving my business lately, we have an episode from last Valentine's Day that we'll link up to in the show notes on falling back in love with your business. So definitely check that one out. If you're not exactly feeling in love with your business, that's going to be a great episode to check out after this one. But for now, I want to jump in the six things that I'm obsessing about in 2024. So the first thing that I'm loving is the clear vision that I have for where our business is going this year. And that's to help 722 people start, grow, or scale an ad management business. And so it's so clear. We have a number to it. We're so clear on what that vision looks like. And since 2020, I've really floundered around, I feel like, when it comes to a goal. Because in 2020, we had that big goal of having our first million dollar year and we achieved it. And then stereotypical me, I fell into that hole of like, well, what's next? 
I didn't really know what that looked like or what I wanted. And 2021, 2022, I just floundered around. 2023 was really about becoming a mom of two and figuring that out. And then so going into 2024, I didn't know what it was going to look like until December when I was at a live event, BBD Live, and we were meditating. And in that meditation, a wave of emotion just came over me. And it said, in this moment, I knew that our goal was a $2 million a year. But here's the thing, y'all. $2 million does not really excite me. I know that sounds like, why wouldn't it excite you? But after I hit a million, we and actually before a million, we are comfortable as a family. We don't need or want anything that we can't necessarily get. And so when you're financially taken care of, it creates this different dynamic where your goals are no longer about you. They have to be about something bigger. And I think I was missing out on what that bigger thing was and what it would take to get there. I had a lot of beliefs on, but if I want to go for 2 million, it would mean this. And so I really had to figure out what 2 million, it was just a weird number, but it wasn't the 2 million that hit me. It was the 50% profit. And when I said 50% profit, I was like, dang, that's a million dollars profit. That would open up our world to things that I didn't even realize would ever be possible. So it's an expansive thinking. But once again, we're taken care of. So it's got to be bigger than me. And then I started crunching some numbers and I was like, what is going to get me excited? What is going to make this? And so when I started crunching numbers, I realized that we needed to help 722 people start, grow, and scale an ad management business. I was like, oh, that's exciting. To be able to help 722 people change their financial situation to get more clear on their goals, to make it so they can sit and be like, I'm financially taken care of. I can add the extra guac at Chipotle. I can buy organic foods for my family. I can go on a cash vacation. I can have a cash Christmas. That started to get me really excited about the goal and focusing on 722 ad managers. And so when I got behind that, I started thinking like, what do we have to do differently? And that's when I started creating daily non-negotiables. And part of my daily non-negotiables, one of them is reading 10 pages of nonfiction every single day. I usually do this either in the car pickup line for Riley or before bed. And one of the books I read was 10x is easier than 2x. And was it my favorite business book? Absolutely not. Did I get something out of it? Absolutely. And the thing that I got out of it was that in order to 10x, you can't just do more of what you've already been doing. You have to do things differently, which excited me because then I was like, ooh, I got to be innovative and I got to I gotta think, what can we do differently? What would be like so out of the box that would make getting to 2 million like possible? And that's when I started like crunching numbers and everything. And I got excited about what my business would look like. And I can say I haven't been this excited about my business since 2020 and that year. And so I'm excited. I love the goal of helping 722 people. And we've already, I'm tracking that number. If y'all were with me in 2020, you heard me track my income reports. And I track those religiously. This year, I'm tracking one number. How many ad managers have we helped start, grow, and scale? And so that's the number that I'm writing down. And not only the number, but the names of the people that we're helping. 
And so that's been super exciting. I'm loving that. I'm loving the clear vision around what this year has. Okay, so the thing I'm loving number two is focusing only on one niche and two programs. So y'all know if you've been with me, we have Surf Scale Store, the membership, which helps all freelancers start and scale their business to consistent 10K months without a team. Then we have conversions for clients. Then we have Soaring Success Shop. We have, we had Beta to Biggie. We shut that down. We've had low ticket offers. We've had all these things. And this year, when I went on to the 722 students, I'm focusing on one thing. Does that mean we have abandoned ship on Serve Scale Soar? Absolutely not. We are still serving our clients there. Are we marketing to that membership actively? No. Can people join if they want? Yes. Are we still doing live Q&A calls? Yes. Are we still doing monthly deep dives? Yes. Am I marketing to that audience? No. I focus my marketing to only ad managers and ad strategists. So niching down has really helped my messaging get really, really clear, like crystal clear. And I've been able to go deeper into topics that I haven't felt like I could before because it wouldn't be relevant to all freelancers. And so that's been really fun for me because I'm following what lights me up. And as y'all know, I'm big on you following what lights you up in your business. And just like I tell you, the deeper you niche, the more revenue you will grow. So I know that when I niche down to only focus on ad managers, our revenue will naturally grow because I'm specializing. And so the more specialized you can get, the more revenue you'll make. But also, it makes our system so much easier. When we're only marketing to one audience in two programs, it is a breeze. It's so much easier. My calendar's lighter. And it just makes my life, my business, our back end simpler. And y'all know, kiss, keep it simple, sweetie. And so with that being said, it's been such a relief. So what are the two programs? Conversion for Clients, which is our signature program that teaches you how to start and grow an ad management business. Certified is our mentorship for becoming an ad strategist. So that one we go much deeper into strategy and funnels and really how do you become that highly paid strategist and come up with really great strategies for your clients and funnel diagnostics and things like that. So it's a deeper step. So once you become an ad manager, then you become an ad strategist and then it goes into consulting. And so that's the two programs we're focusing on is conversions for clients, which is for ad managers, and then certified, which is our certification mentorship for ad strategists. Okay, so the third thing I'm loving is investing in women-run coaching programs. Somehow I always end up investing in men coaching programs. It's been like this since I started my business. I'm just going to be really honest. And I don't know why it happens. I do think that it's because I like strategy. I like straightforward answers. I don't really like the fluff, which is all more masculine energy. And I really like that masculine energy because I like to be efficient. That's the projector of human design. And so I find myself always investing in men. And this year, I've invested in three programs that I'm committed to, and two are ran by women. One is the mastermind that I'm in, and it is ran by a man. 
But the cool thing is that one is mostly women in the program and that's who I'm there to connect with is them. Then another one is another mastermind, but woman-led mastermind. And I'm excited to see how this goes. So far, I'm loving it. And then another one is by one of my really good friends, Nicole. She's been on the podcast and she is just fantastic. And one thing that Nicole does really, really well is she combines the masculine and the feminine energy. And one thing that I found is we can't, and I know this, is that we can't run our business with one side only. So you can't just run your business from a masculine side. So that's the logical side, the strategy side. And you can't just run your business from the feminine energy, which is more intuition and emotion. And there has to be a balance. And when we can balance those, that's when magic happens. So one thing I love about watching Nicole grow her business, and she's on track to do $3 million this year, and she's just so incredible, is that she does it as a mom. And she does it with balance or harmony in her life and by incorporating both strategy and intuition into it, which has been really fun. So I am excited to this year be investing in women coaches. And I'll say like I've bought women programs a ton, but for some reason when it came to coaching, I've always gravitated more towards men. So this year I made a commitment that I am going to invest in more women coaching and mentorship. And I'm loving it so far. Okay, so number four thing that I'm loving right now is my day-to-day schedule and flexibility. And maybe it's not even my day-to-day schedule, but it's the attitude I have towards my schedule. So last year, having Bodhi, my schedule was like a wreck. And it was really, really hard on me because I'd gotten to this beautiful 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. I loved that schedule. I was getting so much done. And then towards like, well, when I first got pregnant and I was sick, that changed. Then I had a bunch of doctor's appointments, so it changed. And so pretty much all of my pregnancy was like a little bit chaotic, but I still had like really good 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sometimes I would have appointments and stuff. When Bodhi came, whew, I, I don't know why I thought four weeks and everything would go back to normal. That is not true. We are just now getting to a schedule as of January. And it's been so nice getting back into a schedule. Now, I'm not in my office eight to three. That doesn't happen. Usually, I have Bodhi until nine o'clock. And then he lays down for a nap. And then Austin and I have been working out. And then I get in my office and I start working. And then also I'll take a break to play with him. And then at three o'clock every day, I'm out of my office because Austin goes and picks up Riley and I have Bodie and me and him have been going on walks around the neighborhood. And then it's family time and then I'm checked out. And I've been experimenting with new things like experimenting with working out at nine instead of trying to fit in and afterwards or saying I don't have enough time. I've also been experimenting with getting up at 5 a.m. not to work out. I cannot work out at 5 a.m. Like my brain does not function that way. My body doesn't. But I can get up at 5 a.m. and work. And now that Bodhi's sleeping through the night, getting up at 5 a.m. hasn't been a big deal. So I've been getting up at 5 a.m., doing some work. Then when they get up around 6.45, I'm like mom mode until 9. And then I get back in my office. So I'm loving my schedule more. 
But one thing I think that is even more important is that I'm loving my mindset around my schedule. Knowing that each day is going to look different and being flexible and okay with that. Because when Bodhi first came and also even before my schedule got messed up, I was a little bit of, oh, this is like the worst week ever. And now I'm just like, we roll with the punches. Some nights I'll have to, I don't have to, I choose to work after we get the kids to bed from seven to eight and then Austin hang out from eight to 10. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes I get up at five. So figuring out what I work, my day looks like being flexible and being like, okay, with that it's not going to look the same every day. And that's okay. And Austin just renovated my office. So a little plug for that. I am loving that. I can put that as one of the things I'm loving, but I'm going to put it in here is I love working in my office now that it's renovated. Okay. The thing I'm loving number five is one-on-one coaching and consulting. So after having Bodhi, I decided to start taking on -on one-on-one clients again, but not in a done-for-you capacity. It's now in a coaching or consulting capacity. And I fell in love with doing both. And it's probably been since 2020 that I've really worked with clients one-on-one. I don't think at all 2021, 2022, I worked with clients one-on-one in 2020. Three, after having Bodhi, that's when I started taking on clients again and doing the consulting, which is a high ticket. It's $10,000 a month and it's consulting. So it's four 90 minute calls and then unlimited Voxer access. And this is for businesses who are in the high six figures, seven figures a year that need help with their marketing. And so doing marketing consulting has been like a dream. So I love nerding out on marketing and to get paid $10,000 a month for it. It's pretty freaking exciting and fun. I've loved that. And then I started taking on -on one-on-one clients as well. And some of these are ad agencies. Some of these are course creators, but they just want to work with me one-on-one. And so that looks like $1,800 a month. And I love it. How we have it structured is so fun. My clients are getting results. I get to tap into what I'm best at, which is big picture, breaking it down into small achievable steps and working with clients in that way. And I've loved that. And so they've stayed pretty much booked up and it's bringing in an additional $20,000 a month for my business. And it's just for me, that's just like icing on the cake. Like it's a really fun number, but I will say this too. After having Bodhi, we had our lowest month, just full transparency, that we had had in four years. And the thing is, I like manifested my worst fear because my worst fear was like, I'm going to have Bodhi and I'm not going to be able to run a business. And then we had our lowest month. And a month and a half later, we had a like a fantastic month. I think it was close to 80,000 or 100,000, one of those two. And but we went from like super low month, lowest month we've had in four years to like a great month. But I think I needed to get into that load to open my mind up to I can create money on demand and you can too. And the way you do that is with one-on-one services. And so I started taking on this one-on-one client. And so now that 20,000 a month, it's not factored into what we're projected to do. We do factor it in, but it wasn't like something that was already there. So it's like that safety money for me. It gives me that safety and security that like, my family is taken care of. Our team is taken care of. Our expenses are taken care of. We have business savings. 
And so having that one-on-one cash coming in is fantastic. Okay, then the last thing that I'm loving right now, there's probably more, but these are the six. This would have been a really long episode if we went more than Number six is I'm loving seeing our students win and they're winning all the freaking time. So since we switched to focus only on ad managers and strategists, the wins are coming in like never before. We have people stepping out and doing things that they other students have never been willing to do. They're doing it scared. They're taking imperfect action and they're seeing results. We have people that are quitting their nine to fives. We have people that are landing clients from cold calling. We have people that are partnering with each other and creating amazing things. It's just been so fun to watch. And I think it's happening because we've been able to hone our attention on getting those students results more than we've ever. So we've created new resources, new trainings, new everything to help them succeed. And it's been so freaking fun to watch. So those are the six things that I'm loving right now in my business. The clear vision of helping 722 ad managers only focusing on one niche, investing in women-ran coaching programs, my day-to-day schedule and flexibility, one-on-one coaching and consulting, and seeing our students win. And so if you want to start focusing on what you love about your business on a daily basis, I want to give you a quick tip so you can do it. Daily journaling. And I know some of you are probably like, Brandy, what am I supposed to journal? All you have to do is answer this one prompt. Get a notebook. Put it on your office or by your bedside or wherever you want every day before you start your day or before you go to bed at night, whichever one works for you. I like to do it before I start my day is write in that notebook the date and then you're going to do this prompt. And this is the prompt that I love to use. Today I love my business because and answer the question and start reflecting on the aspects of your work that bring you the most joy and fulfillment. And if you do did that, how would you show up differently? How would you handle roadblocks and setbacks and speed bumps differently? How would your day-to-day be different? There's so much power in spending each day in gratitude, and this prompt only takes 60 seconds. And it will make a massive difference, not only in your business, but in your life. So I'm going to challenge you for the next 30 days. What if you answered this one prompt every day? How would it change your mindset around your business? How would it change how you show up? How would it change how you act? And I can't wait to hear how it goes. So for this special Valentine's Day episode, I've loved, (laughs) I hope you've loved, and I want you to write the love letter to your business because this is my love letter to mine. So I would love to hear from you and know what you're loving about your business. So DM me at Brandy Mouse on Instagram and share one thing you love about your business with me. Seriously, it's always me and my DMs. It's no one else, it's just me. So send me what you're loving about your business at Brandy Mouse on Instagram. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. 